Hey, yo, this is Basketball with the Boys. I am Big Rut. And I am G-Money. What is up, G-Money? Nothing, man. This weather is fluctuating a lot. I don't it's, like it. It's downer. Yeah. That's what it is. It gets warm. I think I'm going to have time to go fishing. And then tomorrow it's supposed to be in the 20s. Yeah. Yeah, this is Ohio for you. So. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so. G-Money, we got some basketball to talk about today you're darn right we do we get big news in the nba kind of a letdown news also big news small news it's all the same we today is february 7th it is trade deadline day trade deadline was at three o'clock this afternoon um and tonight was the all-star game draft uh lebron james and Antetokounmpo picked their teams tonight uh, for the All-Star game. Um, pretty lopsided. Looks like LeBron's going to win by about 50. <laughs> so, have you seen it? Have you seen the no. lineups? Oh, it's, yeah. Antetokounmpo got the bad bad end of the deal. He got D'Angelo uh, Russell. Sure I don't up. even know. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell, he's not going to help any. But anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. That's no, what, what are we talking about today? We were talking about the trade deals that have gone on in the nba within the past uh, i'd say two weeks um g g looked up some you know kind of kind of going in in more depth of uh you know what happened with some of these trades if they were good trades if they were terrible trades how they're going to make an impact um i looked up some my myself um and we're just gonna jump right into it so g money you want to start off what's uh what's your first trade you want to talk about um all right i'll save my favorite for last okay <laughs> so all right i'm gonna start off with the mavericks trading harrison barnes yep to the kings for justin jackson and zach randolph now harrison barnes is getting paid 24 million mm-hmm. he's been averaging about 18 points four rebounds and one and a half assists sure justin jackson is his second year in the league. He averaged 6.7 points, three rebounds, one assist. Mm-hmm. Zach Randolph hasn't played a minute this season. Really? Not one minute. Well, what the heck now, are they trading him off for? Well, Relage, that's exactly why I wanted to know. <laughs> I dug into it. Um, also to be noted, Jay Jackson and Zach Randolph are being paid $2.8 and $11.7 million respectively this year yeah so i don't i did my research on this and it's still confusing to me which is why i want your opinion on it Mm -hmm. so supposedly the mavs traded harrison barnes who has been pretty decent this season yeah like averaging about 18 points is not like a small feat right and you have luca and then you have that whole Knicks thing. So I'm just very yeah. surprised that they would trade him away. Supposedly they did this because they don't plan on really playing Zach Randolph, Zach Randolph at all or Justin Jackson very much, but they just wanted more salary space to pay, you know, maybe another player that they could bring in or 
up a player's salary so that they could keep him. Right, right. So what do you think about them trading away Harrison Barnes just to open up some more salary space for somebody else? I think it was smart. Yeah. I think not only was it smart, I think that this opens up this opens up a lot of creativity with their lineup since they got um per Porzingis, they got and this is a whole nother deal. This is a whole nother deal we're gonna talk about. Yeah. So the Porzingis deal going to the Mavs with uh, you know, his three uh Knicks buddies, Tim Hardaway, you know, Courtney Lee and, and Trey Burke. That's that's opening up a lot of creativity with how they're going to spend their money and who they're going to play and and what they're going to do in the off season. I think I think with letting Harrison Barnes go, you know, opening up that that uh, salary and everything, I think that's great. But I think there's going to be a lot more moves from them in the next couple months. Um, and I think this is just the start of it, and I think it's a good start because they got a deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can do whatever they want with Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph's getting paid $11 million, uh, you know, was getting paid $11 million, you know, and hasn't played one minute. You know, he, this might be the end of his career. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So I mean, he's a veteran player. So Right, right. So, you know, eventually it's going to be – I don't know if $11 million is a veteran's uh, contract or salary or whatever. You know how, you know, veterans get like a certain amount or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's it. I don't think it would be. I think the the 2.8 would be more towards Zach Randolph. Um, So they can do whatever. I I mean, even if they do keep him on the Mavs lineup, he's still going to, he's still not going to, you know, make a huge dent in the salary cap. Um, Right. So I I think getting rid of Harrison Barnes, that's 24 million right there. Got two guys that were, you know, making combined 14 million. You got Mm. another 10 million to spend, whatever. I don't know what they offered him, but. Um. Yeah, I, I think that was a, it was a smart move. Smart move by the Mavs. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hopefully that helps them kind of build their team around Luca and Porzingis. Right. Right. And then Dirk's going to be gone, you know, in the next couple of years if if he stays, you know. Right, and that will open up salary space too. Yeah. So think about it. they get another, let's say, ten million from this deal, basically in open space. Mm-hmm. Then when Dirk's gone, that's another. Let's just round it up, say another ten million. Yeah. So they could have another decent player for twenty million. Right. To add on top of all the players that they currently have. Yeah, and that's got to be a good player. I mean, twenty million for a player. Yeah. That year, like per year, yeah, that's it. I agree. I agree. So I don't know. I was just a little hesitant about it, but your reasoning makes sense. I like what you're saying. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, uh, let's hear one of your trades. You yeah, let's let's jump into the the Knicks trade that we we kind of touched on last week. I think it happened the same day we we recorded our podcast. Um, the Knicks trade that went down with the Mavericks was groundbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, surprising. It was very surprising. Nothing was in even in the works. It, the the first thing that came out about Porzingis getting traded was I think like two hours before it even actually happened. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, Porzingis has been out with a left ACL uh, you know, injury or whatever. He gets traded with his teammates Tim Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, Trey Burke from the Knicks 
go to the Mavericks, and the Mavericks send over DeAndre Jordan, who, you know, had a career with the Clippers, you know, with Blake Griffin, Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, he was playing solid basketball down with the Mavs. Dennis Smith Jr., who is also a very solid player for the Mavs. Wesley yeah. Matthews, another solid player for the Mavs. And they gave the Knicks two future first-round picks. Wow, that's a now, lot. Yeah. So when you when you look this over and when you say it out loud, it really – Mavs lost a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and they really didn't receive much promise. And that's what that, – that, that, that's the whole uh, caboodle of this, of this deal. It, they got a guy that has been injured, doesn't know how he's going to perform when he gets back. You got Tim Hardaway Jr., who's, who's, you know, was a very good player for the Knicks, but, you know, you got a bunch of other players on the Mavs that are going to, you know, shine a little bit brighter than him. Courtney Lee, he, he had a, I mean, the past few seasons he's done well, but he's not an all-star player. Trey Burke isn't the same either. He was a great college player, but he, you know, he, he got, I think he went to the, uh, the Jazz and then he, he was with the Knicks and, you know, he, he really hasn't found his place either. So what the Mavs were thinking is that they weren't thinking. <laughs> they, gave up, they gave up three of their best players. And I think if they would have kept them, they would have had a shot at a run in the playoffs. Right now, I don't know if they do. Well, because Porzingis isn't even playing. Porzingis isn't even playing. They're they're evaluating him this month. Um, you know, I don't know where Tim Hardaway and Courtney Lee are gonna you know match up in, in the lineup. Trey Burke's probably gonna get no minutes. So, well, I'm not sure if the Mavs had a plan going into this. If if the plan is that the the whole trading for Zach Randolph and and Jay, uh, was it Jay Jackson? Yeah, um, Jackson. Like, if that's their plan, great. But they lost three pretty key players, and I, I don't know. I think the the trade was a little bit lopsided. I think there was a lot more coverage on Porzingis getting traded rather than the guys from the Mavs going to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it, the Mavs really got to pull something off in the next, you know, in this off season to to make something work. Um, what did you? What were your initial reactions when that trade happened? I I thought it was very risky from the start. Yeah, I would never trade for any player that has a knee injury this early in their career. Right, right. Like it's just for longevity's sake. I would have to at least wait to see when they came back, how they would do in their recovery. Right. But they, I feel like, are gambling so much on Porzingis coming back and being as good or better than he was before he got injured. Yeah. And that's really hard to do. Like, I feel like even if you come off an ACL injury, it takes half a season or better to get Mm -hmm. back into the groove and get up to speed and get back in shape and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it is very risky, too risky for my taste. And I think the Mavs lost out on this one. I agree. I agree. And DeAndre Jordan's been doing a lot better with, like, his free throws and stuff. I know. I know. I I don't know why they don't want to work with him. Yeah. So, I'm I'm just very surprised that they did this. And then they traded Harrison Barnes away, too. Right. (laughs) So, what? I don't know what their 
thoughts are, but to me, it doesn't make much sense. They got a game plan, apparently. Apparently. Apparently, they know more than we do, but... Yeah. <laughs> Who are we? Let's wait four <laughs> years here and see if they've gotten any better. Yeah, exactly. So... Do you wanna do you wanna give up your uh, favorite trade here? Or do you want me to mention my my last one? Uh, well, tell me what yours is, and then we'll we'll okay. see. Okay, so mine is uh, the uh, Boban and Tobias Harris trade to the Seventy Sixers. Um, let me find my notes here. There we go. Tobias Harris, Boban, and Mike Scott got traded to the 76ers from the Clippers, and the Clippers received Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, who just got traded today to the Lakers, um, Landry Shamet, and then a 2020 first-round pick and a 2021 first-round pick from Miami and two future second-round picks uh, from a Detroit trade. So Clippers got a lot. Uh, Do you want me to go into that? Yeah, you might as well. All right, so – this this trade, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> same thing. <laughs> 76ers, all right, they gave away Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, who I don't I, I, I don't know too much about Mike Muscala. He got traded to the Clippers and then today was traded to the Lakers for Mike Beasley and uh I think Ivan uh, the the one center from the Lakers. Um, so he's getting tossed around. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Landry Shamet, I don't know who that is either. Um, 76ers gave away a 2020 first-round pick and another first-round pick and then two future second-round picks. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it is. That's four, that's four picks right there with three guys that they gave away that – you know, Wilson Chandler, I think he he's had a pretty solid career. He he's a he's a strong you know forward. He, I don't know. He he plays pretty well, and I thought he played pretty well with the with the Sixers. Now the Sixers received received Tobias Harris, Boban, who is a freaking animal. He's a monster, and Mike Scott. So 76ers got you know a solid center out of this. But what are you what are you gonna do with uh, Joel Embiid. What? Who are you guys gonna like split the minutes there? What's gonna happen there? Right. And Tobias Harris. You know they he's gonna be starting probably. You know with with the certain lineup that they have. But you know Tobias Harris. He, he's had a had a pretty strong season. Um, he has averaged uh, this year um, 20, 21 points, eight rebounds, two assists in uh, just about thirty five minutes in the first you know fifty five games with the Clippers. Um, so I mean he he's a he's a strong player he's a, he's a solid player, um, I think after you know Blake Griffin left DeAndre Jordan left Chris Paul left he he kind of came up and, and started shining, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's, had to score right, and that's that's great. I think he 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 can make a difference, but um, I don't know. I, I really don't know who who won in this trade. I I think in the future uh, the Clippers won because they received all those draft picks. Yeah, but. Right now, I don't know. I don't know if Bobin was really worth trading for. Um, I think Tobias Harris was a great pickup, um, but other than that, I don't. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to make cap space. I, you know, there's so many different 
different things that that could be happening here. Um, Wilson Chandler and Mike Muscala's uh, contracts um, are expiring this summer, so they're probably going to get you know dealt or released or whatever. But um, you know, I I don't know. I I think it was an interesting trade, um, but you know we'll we'll see what happens. See how Tobias uh, you know really really works with the the seventy sixers lineup because they have a solid team there. So yeah, it, if Tobias Harris seamlessly blends in to the seventy sixers starting lineup. Mm-hmm. that's a deadly force up there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what Philly's going for here is the, like, all in, we're getting into the playoffs and we're, you know, making ourselves known kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they're not worried about the future as much because they got a lot of young guys on that starting five that they could probably build a team around for the next several seasons. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. So I know, I mean – Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are both 22 and 24. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's been in the league for several years, but, I mean, he's still an excellent player. Still playing, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, like you said, the Clippers got so much, including so many first and second round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not looking to get into the playoffs now. You know, I don't no, think no, no. have yeah, any chance. Sure. Right. So... I think the long game, the Clippers are playing, and the short game, the 76ers are falling for. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree completely. Yeah, I mean, they need to compete in the East now. You know, Toronto's making moves, and, uh, you know, Celtics are playing well. And, Bucks. And Bucks are playing, yeah, they're solid. And, you know, it's it's going to come down to the wire. So, uh, smart move, you know, to, to, to make some moves, but we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, definitely. All right, the last trade of the day. It's the last trade. It is the Washington Wizards traded Otto Porter Jr. to the Bulls Mm -hmm. in exchange for Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker and a 2023 second-round pick. So, in my mind, the Wizards won this trade hands down. Yeah. Like, to me, it's not even close. Otto Porter Jr. was his contract's twenty six million. Okay, he's averaging about thirteen points, five boards, one steal, one assist. Jabari Parker by himself is averaging fourteen points, six rebounds, two assists, and like half a steal. Then you got Bobby Portis, who's averaging almost the same exact thing. Yeah. 14 points, six boards, one assist, half a steal. Now, they got both those guys, which are both better than Otto Porter Jr., for less money. Right. (laughs) And a draft pick. Yeah. Now, you tell me, how does that make any sense to the Bulls at all? Like, I don't know what they were thinking. The Wizards basically got... Otto Porter Jr. better, and now they have a sub for him. You know right, I mean? right, right. <laughs> like, he basically never has to come out yeah. if, you know, he's still on there. Yeah. And both these guys are decent players for cheaper. So, I don't – I have no idea what the Bulls were thinking. They're paying <laughs> more money right. for a worse player. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't – I don't know what they're they're trying to do here. Obviously, the Bulls don't have any contention 
in the playoffs right now. When you only get one guy out of that deal who is not he's not living up to the guys that you're you're letting go, I don't know how that makes sense. Plus you throw right. in a draft pick. <laughs> right. Yeah. What I don't know what they're Don't thinking. you guys need that? Yeah, won't you guys need that? You know? Like I don't know. I, you're you're absolutely right. This, this was very lopsided draft pick or uh, trade. I, Jabari Parker and Bobby Portis on the Wizards. I think they're going to fit in well. Um, yeah. Not. I, I, I think Otto Porter Jr. will play well as well with the Bulls. But who does who does he got to work around now? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's not it, much to say. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, the only. Is Zach Levine? He's still on the Bulls, right? Uh, I don't know if they he got traded or not, but I think he he might still be. But that's the point. It's like who, we don't even know anybody good that's on the Bulls. So right. Like, I don't know what they were thinking, giving up two other decent players for a a worse player. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, yeah. He's still on the he's still on the Bulls. So yeah. So <sighs> I don't know. I. This is why we need to have our own team, man, because we'll make it's, smart decisions. I know. Anyone out there listening, you want to give us some money to buy a team, we'll move the we'll move a team back to Seattle. We'll make them the Supersonics again. <laughs> we'll make them, and we'll start we'll start drafting people. We'll start trading. We'll, we'll get LeBron. We'll, we promise. <laughs> I like it. I like the plan. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, man. Well, uh, no more trade talks. It's all up. It's over. Finalized. Well, Melo maybe may, they may make a spot for Melo on the Lakers. I, I read about that today, so oh, we'll, uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, see how these trades end up. See if Porzingis will ever play again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, looking forward to the rest of the season. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to see how what happens with Anthony Davis too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, man. It was good talking to you. All right, you as well. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace.